Hello and welcome to the Magical Match Show. This is the podcast where we're talking about spirituality, new age controversy, diving into the shadow realms, and discussing all things metaphysical and how you can anchor your metaphysical knowledge into the physical. I'm your host, Maddie, and welcome to this month's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this month's episode of the Magical Match Show podcast. I'm excited to share this transmission with you today. I've had a lot of shifts going on in my life as of late, and I'm excited to have that energy be poured through to you on this platform. So let's get right into it. Alrighty, guys. So last month, I talked about utilizing discernment in the age of Aquarius and how we kind of shapeshift from moment to moment and the nature of change and all of the things. So if you didn't listen to that episode, highly recommend checking it out. But today is going to be a bit of a piggyback off of that episode in that we're still going to be talking about the topic of discernment and discipline, but it's going to be focused more so in the realm of discussing projections, um, specifically within business and how you can utilize your own personal sacral authority, your own personal power to actually uplift yourself in the face of controversy, in the face of projections, and really what projections are um, at at the core energy component of them. And so I'm really excited to talk about this subject with you today. Um, Projections is something that I first learned about through my own experience, obviously, but one of my previous mentors, Water Priestess on Instagram, at Water Priestess, she had a period of her life where she went through a lot of projections and I was lucky enough to, well, not lucky, it was very divine and very like divinely planned, um, we met during her water pilgrimage in 2020 and so i got the chance to meet her and like talk with her and i learned a lot just from like speaking with her but also her stories on instagram would always speak to me and i've learned a lot from those as well so if you don't follow her if you don't know about her work i highly recommend checking that out because I really do love the way that she shares things and the voice that she has when she speaks on these kinds of topics. But we're going to go from my perspective today. I'm going to be sharing a little bit about what I've encountered and what I've experienced over the past few years in terms of projection and how to utilize discernment to tap back into your own sacral authority to actually sort through those projections and build yourself up rather than falter at the opinions and discussions of others. So first, I just kind of want to talk about what really is a projection? Where does it come from? Why does it happen? All the goods, right? So a projection is basically 
we live in a projection field. So the 3D reality is essentially a field of projection. It's a projection of the one mind that we all share. And what happens in the 3D is a direct reflection of the projections within your mind. So whoever you're giving power to, it could be yourself or it could be media or it could be stories of the past. Usually it's stories of the past that were ingrained by either media or our parents or what we picked up on when we were kids. And usually these stories tell us about ourselves without us actually checking into our body and seeing what we actually feel to be true about ourselves. So this is how the projection field is created. And projections aren't necessarily bad. And I've had previous podcast episodes where I've talked about this in the past. Projections are not necessarily bad, but they are something that can be very influential in your reality. So they either have the power to lift you up or make you come crashing down. And the thing about this reality that we live in, it's dualistic, right? So we have both sides of the stick. We have all ends of the spectrum, which Jilly Waterpriest says she discusses this as a pendulum. And I really like that analogy because when you go from one end of the spectrum, it's so easy to go all the way to the other end of the spectrum. So if you're living in hatred, when you find something you love, it's so easy to really appreciate and love that thing. Or when you're feeling really scared and fearful and unstable, it's really easy to see something and attach to it and then make that the source of your stability. And so this is one of the ways that we can like kind of swing on this pendulum of life But when you're swinging on that pendulum, you're constantly going high and low, high and low, high and low, high and low. You're finding the things that you can attach to that give you the source of validation for whatever mental projections you're entertaining in your mind or in your reality. And the thing about the human mind is that we will always prove ourselves right, right? So like we have an objective or uh, a subjective bias. And when we're not looking at the world objectively, we're looking at it from a point of the ego, which means that we're looking at it based on the stories that we're telling ourselves. And this is why doing the internal work is so important if you actually want to have full sovereignty in your reality and especially in your manifestations. And this is what I guide you through inside of Stories for Success. But in order to actually tap into that, first you have to do the work of being able to tap into your own body, which means being able to show up for yourself first. And that's the work that we do inside Deliberately Creating You. And these are all courses that you can find inside of the Manifestation Bundle. And these, this Manifestation Bundle is housed along with some other resources inside the To Infinity and Beyond Portal for those who are desiring to create a legacy through speaking their truth and online commerce. But what I want to share with you today is more so about how you can utilize discernment by tapping into your body, by tapping into that sacral authority or whatever energetic uh, emotional authority you have, whether it's you're referencing human design or whether you're referencing like, you know, usually we have an innate knowing of like, what body part tells us what. But 
for me, I have a sacral authority and your sacral chakra is actually responsible for the void. So the void is the space where we create that pendulum, right? That's where duality is created. And if we can tap into this void, into the sacral chakra in a way that is objective, we can actually clear the space for duality to kind of be wiped out in our own frame of mind. And instead of using duality as the rule, it can be the exception. It can be the learning tool. And what I mean by this is when you can tap into the sacral chakra and clear it of any stories, any narratives, any um, obstacles that are coming up for you, you can actually create from a place of pure positive energy. And creating from a place of pure positive energy means there's no resistance attached to it. It means there's nothing to actually hold on to. So it's coming from a place of infinite potential. And this gives you so much more creative power because you're no longer basing what you're able to create based on past narratives, what you're seeing in your reality. Like it's literally coming from a space of like, I can do anything. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to go a little bit deeper. So maybe you've had an instance in your life where someone was telling you something or maybe you were watching something on TV or maybe you were watching something on YouTube or whatever it may be, TikTok, whatever it may be, and you just had this like knowing in your body, like felt it somewhere in your body, could be anywhere, and you just like knew like, mm, like no, or like, mm, like yes, <laughs> maybe that's what got you here listening to this podcast. When we have that emotional authority within our body, that is the way that our body is communicating to us. And to be able to tap into this, especially in moments of contrast, being able to reference this intelligence is going to be so important as you're moving forward in your life and in your business, especially when you're trying to create something big, something massive. Anything big or seemingly big or anything worth value, anything that has a lot of power to it is going to face resistance in the creation process. Resistance is what helps us to fly, as Guy Kawasaki says in his book, Enchantment. When you can learn to sort through the resistance and learn to see it as indicating of your reflection of your energetic body, of your subconscious body, you can then work with your energetic and subconscious body and create the change on a cellular microscopic level so then it manifests outwardly in the 3D. And this is really the work of the Two Infinity and Beyond Portal is getting you into the state of being able to actually work your manifestations from a subconscious level instead of having to try and do all of this action and be so action-oriented in 3D, you are setting yourself up for success energetically so that it can permeate the entirety of your being and then manifest outwardly. Now, when you are listening to the intuitive nudges of your body, your body is very intelligent, very knowledgeable. It is the mind that likes to create the stories. So sometimes we can have impulses that our body gives us, but it's not actually in alignment with the story that our mind is telling us. So for example, 
for a long time, I thought that coffee was bad or I thought that it was like terrible. And this was a story in my mind. And while coffee, when overused, can be like not great for your system, it's actually a very powerful tool. It's a masculine plant and it helps to regulate the adrenals, regulate the kidneys. But obviously when it's overused, when it's polluted with heavy metals, it can be detrimental to your system, right? But I had this idea in my mind that it was like this really terrible, bad thing. And so I would go through the world like kind of ridiculing people who drink coffee. I'd be like, "Mm, like they're relying too much on coffee, like whatever. But this was coming from a state of the mind rather than me actually feeling into my body because I've actually had experiences with coffee where that's not the case either. So I wasn't coming from a space of wisdom. I was coming from a space of ego. Let me give you another example. I, for a while, I would think that mm, this is a common thing that a lot of women go through. You get those butterflies in your tummy when you see someone that you like. Well, a lot of people now know that this is actually a sign of fear and anxiety. But when you are young, you think, oh, butterflies, like this is actually an amazing, like, you know, guy or whatever it may be. And honestly, nine times out of 10, those butterflies are actually pointing to a fear that you have surrounding the entire male species as a collective, not necessarily that specific male. So it's it requires deeper inner belief work and understanding your own mental projections. But that's what I'm getting at here is when you are moving from the mind, you're moving from a place of those projections that we talked about earlier. When you're moving from the body, not only are you moving from a place of more integral power, you're moving from a place of wisdom because your body has a lot more encoded within its cells that can help you to move, whereas the mind needs logic and reasoning to actually create movement. The body is able to create movement just by moving. It doesn't need your direction, um, especially like when you're dancing and things like that. Like it doesn't necessarily need your direction. And if you're finding yourself in a place where you feel like you need that direction in order to move your body, this is likely because you've been living in the projections in the mind so long. And likely you've been living in the projections of someone else, um, whether it be the media, whether it be the narratives of your parents, schooling, whatever it may be. And this is actually preventing you from tapping into the inherent wisdom that is within your body. So in order to come back into alignment with your own authority, it's really helpful. I highly recommend checking out your human design and seeing where your authority is. And if you're a projector and you don't have a space of authority, um, checking out like what centers are open and what are like heavily influenced, even if you aren't a projector, um, what centers are open and how they're influenced because this can help you to understand your specific energy signature. And this is what we go deeper into inside of the Witch's Coven, which is also inside the To Infinity and Beyond portal, getting you deeper into your own and deliberately creating you as well, getting you deeper into your own specific energy signature, finding out what really works for you, why it works for you. And this honestly takes a lot of deconditioning at first, seeing yourself like kind of clinging to old behaviors and then realizing like maybe these behaviors aren't actually what's serving me getting deeper into that understanding like 
oh, this is where I learned that from, whatever, whatever. And then actually establishing new things that feel good for you that actually help you to do what you need to do in order to reach the goals that you want to reach. A lot of the time in business and in life, what people are doing is they're following the leader. They're following the herd mentality. And they're coming from a place of needing the validation from outside. And this is what causes them to adhere to the projections. Because when you adhere to the projections, you're automatically getting the validation of whoever's projecting onto you. But when you have projections in your reality that don't necessarily align with you, it's so important to be able to uphold the energetic sovereignty and be able to have that discernment to disidentify with the stories of others, not only that, but then to discipline yourself in not returning the projection, right? Because anything given is returned tenfold. So when people are uh, projecting onto you, likely it's because they're experiencing something in their internal world and they're not willing to sit with themselves. And so the way that they cope with it or the way that they make meaning out of their emotions is they project it onto other people. When you're in tune with energy, you can actually realize that those projections are pointing you deeper to your inner psych. And this is something that we go into inside of the portal again. But just beginning to open your mind to understanding like, hey, like the this world outside of me is not separate from the world within me. And the more that I tune in to the world within me, the more I'm going to see the blocks and also like the misalignment between me and the outside world. And in doing this, you can walk away from living in a world of just reflections. Like a lot of spiritual people or people on the spiritual path, they see the entire world as their reflection. And this is something that I do teach. I do teach that it's important to see the world as your reflection, but then also utilizing that discernment to know how you're interpreting interpreting that reflection because someone can bring you an idea or whatever. Like, for example, someone says, I'm fake. I can totally choose to see that as my reflection, me being fake, or I can choose to see that as a projection rather than a reflection and understand that that is coming from a person who is probably hurt in some way and may have just been either triggered by me or I may have hurt them in some way. And then that requires me getting deeper into like how I treated that person. Was that in integrity with how I am and who I am? And, you know, going into my own setting, like, why is this being presented to me? What reflection is actually there? Is it because I'm entertaining fakeness in my reality? Like where, where is the relationship, right? How is this related and how am I making it related? How am I relating to it? What is my relationship with it? And when you have these projections coming at you, the more that you can actually learn to understand like how you're relating to something that is the basis for what you're creating from that point. So if you 
inherently identify with whatever someone is telling you like you go to the doctor and they tell you you're sick and you automatically like identify with that then you're going to create more of that sickness in your reality and in your world if someone tells you something and you can automatically be like no that's not true then you're going to have more creative power in actually understanding and creating more of the truth to be shown to you in your reality when it comes to business and building a life first business this is so important and it's probably going to be one of the first things that you're initiated into because it's very important for creating a solid energetic foundation for what you're allowing within your business and when you have a life first business your life is at the forefront you're sharing your life with people and so in order to actually remain integral and also sovereign and and also protected in some ways in terms of your energy and what you're sharing you have to be able to filter through and discern whether or not something is actually in alignment with the story that you're telling or if it's something that's coming up from the past or if it's being shown to you because you're actually either blatantly or subconsciously identifying with a certain situation, narrative, ideology, persona that could actually be hindering your growth. When you want to grow, resistance will always be thrown at you. And that's why a lot of these projections come up. That's why a lot of people will face the haters and the hatred and the hate comments and things like that. But what that is actually showing you is not that the world is evil. It's showing you the inner realms of your psyche. And when you can start to understand this, you can start to take your creative power back and begin filtering through all of that bullshit and when you do this work, I can tell you time and time again, not only are you going to receive less of the haters, you're actually going to be less receptive to it. And when you do receive it in any way, it's like almost an initiation of like what you're actually going through within your subconscious mind. It's used as a tool rather as something rather than a block, right? So there's no more blocks coming up for you in your reality. There's no more money blocks or um, business blocks or energetic blocks coming up for you. It's all a you versus you thing rather than a you versus the external. And when you can see this, when you can see yourself as the source of the projection, not only do you take your power back from external projections being projected at, to, at you, you can then begin to control the projection, which gives you more manifesting power, which allows you to be a hell of a lot more delusional in what you're actually saying, how you're actually showing up. And this is what's gonna help you to quantum leap that much more quickly. This is what's gonna help you to surround yourself, go from having all the haters to actually surrounding yourself with the people that you desire to be supported and lifted up by. And it can actually shift the existing relationships within your reality to be that of a higher caliber, to be that of a higher quality because you're no longer entertaining those negative narratives within your subconscious mind. and. When you do this subconscious work, I'm telling you, your entire reality shifts because the outside is just a 
big ass projection, a big ass map of what's going on within your mind and your subconscious body or your energetic body. And this is why energetic clearings are so effective. This is why working with the subconscious mind is so effective because it allows you to actually take all of that power back. It allows you to hone in on your creative power, see yourself as the source. And when you move with the knowing that you are the source of everything and you have high self-trust, high self um, identity standards, you're going to begin to create better for yourself. You're going to start saying no to the things that make you feel like shit. And you're going to up level your standards in a way where it's like non-negotiable for you to get everything that you want. And every single time I do this work, every single time a projection is thrown at me and I'm thrown back into my subconscious mind, every single time I come out so much better. And when you are willing to take this radical responsibility, life becomes so much easier because then you're not the, the cause of more projections being thrown to you. You begin to um, see the projections that are thrown at you. And instead of hating those projections or hating those people, you can come back to a space of unconditional love and understand that those people, because you were once at this state, are acting out of fear, are acting out of inintegrity. And when you're in integrity, the people who aren't in integrity, they start to fall away because your vibration simply will not allow for that to be shown to you. And even if it is shown to you, your reaction towards it is like non-existent because it's like it doesn't even exist to you. And when you allow yourself to operate this way in your life, but especially in business, oh my goodness, it's like putting on your blinders and just like winning the race. Like, Nobody else is in the stadium. You're not even competing with anybody else. It's you versus you. And even then, it's not even you versus you. It's you supporting you. It's you on top of you. It's you building you up. And when you have that kind of a mentality, then the people who actually build you up start to flock to you because that's the level of standard that you're having with yourself. That's the relationship that you have with yourself. And the relationship that you have with yourself is the relationship that is mirrored to you externally. And this is the work that we do inside of the Managing the Mind course, inside the Manifestation Bundle, and also inside the To Infinity and Beyond Portal. Or you can get them you can get all the courses a la carte as well on the website. Um, but what is important is to understand that there really is no other relationship externally like with God or anything like that except for the relationship that you have with yourself. And when you see yourself when you can see God, you can see yourself, right? So like when the person that you're idealizing or the person that you're considering God or the entity, the energy that you're considering God or the coach that you're putting on a pedestal, those are all versions of you within your subconscious mind. And the only reason that you feel apart from them is because you're creating that separation within your mind. And this is the ancient old tale of Osiris um, and Set. And 
what happened in that in that tale and it's been repeated throughout history and in like hamlet and other other um publications but what happened in that tale is basically set over through osiris and took him and split him up into 14 different pieces and scattered him across egypt and he did this because he wanted to take over the throne but what that really did was it took the wholeness because the, like the reason that set even did this in the first place is because he was living through a fractalized universe and he wasn't living through wholeness he didn't see himself as the king right so he had he felt like he had to overthrow the king in order to have that power and that's just not the truth and that's where a lot of this judgment and this jealousy and this projection energy even comes from is because you feel like you have to take someone else down in order to build yourself up when in reality if you can learn to see the reflection rather than needing to project as a means of trying to prove yourself or find safety in who you are if you can learn to love who you are and see others as a reflection of who you are becoming of who you truly are at your core especially those that you pedestalize and put idealizations towards when you can begin to do that, you actually begin to step into that version of yourself. You begin to become the teacher, the leader, the person that you're idealizing, that you're pedestalizing. And you do it in your own way. So it's not like you're taking away their energy or anything like that because you're not. It's coming from a place of wholeness rather than needing to come at someone to separate them. But anyway, what happened, um, in that story was set over through the throne and he became in power but what happened to the people of egypt was that they began to start seeing in that same way through the lens of fractalization and when you see through that lens it everything becomes distorted and that's why all these emotions and jealousy and judgment and stuff come up and as you begin to remember the true entirety it's not a bad story either by the way because this is something that humanity does it's what happens in the bronze age and, and the dark ages like this is literally what happens this is how our collective consciousness operates and learns and evolves so it's not bad that he did that but it's just a, a theoretical or hypothetical story to show you that when you begin to see the world through a wholeness perspective when you learn to see the reflection when you learn to understand how you're relating to things and how that's showing up for you in your reality you can then actually begin to take that conscious power back and you're going to see how much more power you actually hold because the only reason that you want to take anybody else down the only reason that you want to project in the first place the only reason that you need to feel like you need to protect yourself is because you're the way that you're relating to the whole and when you see yourself as the whole you're no longer relating to the whole it's like you are a byproduct of it you are a reflection of it you are the embodiment of it and when you're coming from that space your reality is entirely different you become like the center of the circle and the world revolves around you and to live in a fractalized universe is not a bad thing like that's what helps leaders become such great leaders is being able to 
see the different perspectives and stuff like that. So living in a fractalized universe is not bad, but as you start to come back into this oneness consciousness, this idea of like everything is a reflection, you begin to have a lot more compassion for others and the spaces that you operate from are more integral rather than coming from a space of um, ego, whereas where you need to like cut others down or say something that someone is doing is bad. And coming from a business standpoint, when you operate in this way from a business standpoint, it can create a lot more tension and resistance, not only in the way you're selling, but in your coaching relationships and in the way that you show up online and social media and stuff like that because you create this energy of separation around you. And it actually limits you and stunts you from actualizing the full potential that you have as a human being. When you're operating from a scarcity standpoint, even if you're making a lot of money, you can still be operating from a scarcity standpoint. I know lots of people, like billionaires included, that operate from a scarcity standpoint in that they energetically, they physically they have a lot of money, but energetically they're coming from a point of like, oh, I need more. Oh, I need more. more. I'm not complete. I'm not complete. I'm not complete. But when you see yourself as complete, then you don't have to go out and chase the money. You don't have to take, well, you still take action, but you don't have to like make the action come about. Like you're not forcing anything. It's coming from a place of like alignment where you're like, wow. It's like a brush of fresh air compared to like when you're sprinting and you got to stop and chill for a second to catch your breath. Like that's the difference. Scarcity is like needing a minute to catch your breath. Whereas abundance and living from this wholeness perspective is coming from a place of like, oh, fresh air. And when you're coming from that place, the discernment is actually inherent. Your integrity speaks for you. Your body will allow you to know what is meant for you. And the mind will have less of a, uh, a play in the equation. So the mind, which is the fractalized universe essentially, will then begin to take cues from the body without actually needing to hold on to the stories. And when you don't hold on to the stories, you're open to receiving so much more. Think about this. When you've tried to manifest something in the past and you were really specific about it, you may have gotten that really specific thing. But then when you got that specific thing, you're like, oh, why didn't I dream bigger? Why didn't I aim higher? Right? That's because you're not coming from a place of openness. You're still coming from a place of conditions and conditional living. And truly what you're looking for with that manifestation is satisfaction. So if you're creating it from a place of not feeling satisfied, of not feeling whole, of not feeling like satisfied with the manifestation, you're going to create more of that dissatisfaction no matter how much you manifest. And this is why it's so important to have the discernment to know when you're creating stories, when you're limiting yourself, and the discipline to actually allow yourself to step outside of those stories, to step outside of the narratives, to move beyond the projections even the helpful ones, right? And what the way to really do this is coming back into a neutral space, allowing all. And this is the work that we go through inside of Stories for Success. And if you're interested in joining, I'd be so excited to welcome you. You can just 
purchase the portal online, whether you join the To Infinity and Beyond portal or you buy the course by itself, I um, have a special group chat for you to walk into and begin learning about yourself, um, about the world around you, and about the way that you are relating to your life. And I'm excited for you to see the amazing ways in which you are fully capable of transforming. So the purpose of this course is really to allow you to step outside of the projections and come back into this wholeness perspective to see the world as your reflection while also utilizing discernment and positioning yourself in a position of neutrality, which gives you the most power, which gives you neutralized power, which allows you to come from a place of integrity rather than ego. So if this sounds like something you're interested in, you can go to my website and purchase the course or get the To Infinity and Beyond portal where all of these resources are located. More about that is on the website. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I look forward to seeing you on next month's episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. It was such a pleasure to share my heart and soul with you. I look forward to seeing you on next month's episode and drop any comments, any questions in my DMs in the comment section below. Leave a review if you feel called and I hope you have a marvelous day. Welcome to the age of Aquarius, baby.